Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Hope you're having a great freaking week, man. Holy shit, today's episode is unbelievable. Um, hey, do you watch the Goldbergs? Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Do you know they're coming back for a 10th season? Jeff Garland is today's guest, returning to the ALN pod. He was on it a few years ago, and uh, and he's back. And it was unbelievable. This might have been one of the uh, most fun episodes we've had in a long time. And we laughed so hard. And Jeff brought a very special celebrity guest, um, which was so unexpected and so amazing. But um, I, I don't want to give any hints, but it's a famous rock star. And uh, Garland's a celebrity. He knows other celebrities. And he brought one to the pod, and it was amazing. Um, so enjoy the hell out of this episode. And speaking of amazing episodes, just the next handful of months coming up, We've been in a, a really good groove with Andres Holm and Pete Holmes and Joel McHale and Sal Volcano. Uh, coming up on the ALN Podcast, Jim Jeffries, Sinbad, Melissa Villasenor, Tony Hale from Veep, Preacher Lawson from America's Got Talent, Todd Barry, Todd Glass, Andrew Santino, Mikey Winfield, Nick Thune. I'm so stoked for the next few months. Brad and I are really uh, in a good groove. And we just joined the All Things Comedy Network, by the way. So uh, Bill Burr uh, will be making an appearance uh, in the next few months as well. And um, we're stoked to be a part of this network. They're uh, doing big things. They have so many great comics and podcasts on their network. And uh, the sky's the limit. So a lot of big things coming from the ALN podcast. So make sure you are subscribed uh, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Android device, Spotify, and uh, Pandora. We will now be on um, through all things, which is awesome. And uh, and it's just, uh, it's just great. So um, we're going to be putting a, a video of the live podcast with Jim Jeffries and Adam Devine up in a few weeks. So make sure you are uh, subscribed to their YouTube channel, All Things Comedy, so you can see that. And um, and come out and see Brad and I, because we're on the road a lot. Brad, this weekend, is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Helium Comedy Club, April 26th through uh, the 28th. 26th through the 28th, Brad Williams, Helium Comedy Club, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Adam Ree... Th- Adam Ree, <laughs> this weekend, uh, I'm going to be uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, April 26th through the uh, 28th as well uh, at the house, I'm sorry, at the comic strip in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, the 26th to the 28th. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Big shout out to everybody, by the way, that came to last week's Adam Ray and Buddy show at the Comedy Store. It was unbelievable. Uh, Jeff Garland, Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan, Judah Friedlander, uh, Ron Funches, and then Bill Burr popped in. It was uh, an epic show, and uh, next lineup for June is already uh, set, and it's going to be dope. So uh, come to the next one. It's June 26th. But thanks again to the Comedy Store and everybody that came out making that a, uh, a, a an amazingly memorable night. Um, uh, TV news. Um, holy shit. I'm going to be uh, on the next season of American Vandal. I know it was announced uh, through my Instagram and Facebook, but... Um, I can't fucking wait. If you've seen that Netflix show, you know how amazing it is. Season two comes out in the fall, and I'm a big part of it, and I can't fucking wait, man. The guys are so funny. The show is uh, surpasses the first season um, with more twists and turns and comedy, and it's um, I'm just very pumped to be a part. I'm very lucky. 
Uh, a lot of other exciting things on the horizon, uh, which which we will report in the coming weeks. Um, please email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com uh, with your merch picks, your favorite Alien moments, where you get the pod, why you love it. And we're going to read some of those moments on air. Um, uh, we, we haven't done it for a while, but um, we want to start doing that again and shooting you guys some merch and reading your comments and your emails. So uh, we're going to do one of those in an episode. Today's email comes from... David Zemanski from somewhere in the Midwest. He writes, Hi, Adam and Brad. I can't pinpoint the... Actually, you know what? Let's give David a voice. Hey, Adam and Brad. I can't pinpoint the exact time I started listening to the podcast, but I think it started after I heard Adam on Pete Holmes' podcast. From that point, I was photographing at Bumbershoot. Oh, shit. I was able to catch your, your set at the festival. From that point, I've been hooked. Not only has your podcast made flights, road trips, and driving a pleasure, but it's brought on a new perspective to my life. There's not many things... Uh, these days that can take you away for a few hours and let you laugh incredibly hard. I also appreciate your genuine self that both of you throw out in every podcast. It's great when you can be yourself, be true, and just have fun. You live an amazing life and couldn't have a better perspective. Thanks for sharing all the personal stories, DJ Four Foot and Quick Fat. <laughs> nice, dude. Not to go too deep, he says, but thinking back to episodes or re-listening to the old ones saved on my phone, some of my favorite moments include Jonathan Kite, September 17th. I started crying and laughing so hard when he brought up the fruit snuggie. When I need a good laugh, I go right into that section. It gets better every time. Dana Carvey, what can I say? Someone so humble and funny, the voices kill me. Some of my favorite moments. Brent Morin, the guy's a legend to his stories, voices, and cadence. I look forward to every episode he's on. Well, you're in luck, Dave, because he's coming on in a couple weeks. Uh, Becky Robinson, he says, as an example of a comedian I never heard of but fell in love with. And Tom Papa, it's great to hear about comedians and their hobbies outside of comedy. His bread stuff was really, really cool. I could keep going, but I don't want to bore you aside from a quality-produced podcast. I love the stories that you pull out of each uh, other and the guests that you have on the pod. I love all the 90s references and Saved by the Bell. Funny story. In middle school, one of my teacher's daughters was dating Screech. Holy shit. He came to the school to do a meet-and-greet, and of course I was sick that day. That's hilarious. All the best. Keep making amazing content. I look forward to it every week, whether it's a new one or an older one that's re-released. I can't wait to see both of you when you roll through the Midwest. Best, David Zemanski. David, you're the man. Thanks for listening to the pod, and thanks for all the... Uh, the personal uh, uh, moments from uh, from your love for the pod, dude. Appreciate it. So email us back your address, dude, and we'll send you some ALN merch. All right? Deal? Cool. Of course, follow the podcast on Instagram, at ALN Podcast, at ALN on Twitter, Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad on Twitter, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. And uh, like I said, make sure you subscribe because uh, the next few months are going to be bonkers with guests. All right? Now that we've got the Twitter handles, merch info, and tour dates out of the way, sit back, relax, enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Jeff Garland. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope. All right. Now, and then you just came, you just came, you just came from Disneyland? Yes. Are we on? Yeah. Okay. Are we? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Nice segue, Brad. Uh, Yeah. Are we on? It's not like I would have answered you differently. (laughs) Sure. You know what I mean? It's not like you. Hey, save that. That was a pre-podcast story. Yeah. No, I just, I was at Disneyland uh, with my friend Mike Carlson. Yeah. Who was in uh, 
my movie Handsome. He's a funny writer. Now Available streaming on Netflix. Now streaming on Netflix. Netflix starring Adam Ray, Adam too. Adam Ray. Well, I mean, great. Yeah. But um, I also brought with me tonight, and he's a little bit of uh, shy, yeah. uh, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. Wow. Which this is, is a first. This is unbelievable. Yeah, this is yeah. crazy because, look, I, we're all Jimmy Buffett fans. Yeah, everyone, everyone. I think if is. you have a heart and you're alive and you walk, you get up in the morning out of a bed or a, a, a box or something, you're, you've heard of Buffett, you like Buffett. Well, take a step back. <laughs> you're getting up out of a box. By the way, I think if you're getting up out of a box, you maybe didn't hear of Jimmy Buffett. You know nothing of anything, and you can't function as a human. I mean, a box? You talking about a homeless person? What's no. wrong with you? Some people have real bad sciatica, and they like. They sleep. don't stay in a box. They'll sleep on the floor. What do they need a box for? What are they a puppy? The, 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 the box might. Doing? The box might be on the floor, yeah. and well, they're in such bad shape. Well, so he wants to keep yeah. quiet, but I'll, we'll okay. ask him. Well, I mean, because it, it's it's not too often that we get to have not one but two celebrities here on the podcast so the fact that oh, we, I'm, you're considering me a celebrity at, oh, oh, no Adam, I, think but, I'm a, <laughs> I think I'm a man of, of uh, somewhat comedic success yeah but I would never I, I would never refer to myself as a celebrity a celebrity I think is obviously like uh, you know Glenn the, Close uh, Glenn Close <laughs> is an actress but, um, <laughs> but you know Not a, a, celebrity. Celebrity, a celebrity is someone who it's about fame you know okay and, that's never about. So for you, it's about the work and the craft. Oh, no, stop with the work. I, by the way, it's all good. I don't take my look. I don't take myself seriously, sure. but I take myself seriously enough as a human being not to refer to myself as a celebrity. Now, I um, like that. can I, uh, Jimmy Buffett? Do you uh, do you consider yourself a celebrity? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> of course I am. It's just it goes me then Glenn Close. <laughs> I mean, I really can't argue with that no, logic. That is, if I was stranded on a deserted island, that would probably be my three people. I mean, that's just that, that's the second album. Island, yeah. Jimmy Buffett's the guy <laughs> to have right here. <laughs> He's probably the there island. playing yeah, his show. Yeah, yes, yes. Jimmy, what, uh, do you go to many um, uh, two-bedroom apartments in Hollywood these days, or is this kind of a big deal for you? I haven't been in an apartment since 1972. <laughs> 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 I'm disgusted. <laughs> You're, you're 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 angering Jimmy Buffett, Adam. Well, I try. I mean, I have candles. I even this was not a, uh, a, a intentional, but it's Aloha coconut chapstick. Oh. And let's be honest, if there was a Buffett, you know, lip balm. Uh, Do you have any deals with chapstick? You have deals with everyone. I'm my own chapstick. <laughs> What's it called? It's called a, a Margaritaville. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you got something that works. Yeah. Keep 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 using it. Chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you, we, when you and Jimmy Buffett are just walking around Disneyland, what like I don't know what you got like what what ride do you hit first? Um, we go on the uh, what's the form we went on to in, in California, not California Adventure, but the the one where you float above the world, we were soaring all over the world, soaring all over the world. <laughs> yeah, went on first. I love that one. Jimmy you, loves it. Too. You like that one? Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Do any of the characters freak you out? Because I know there's no characters on that ride, but in Disneyland in general. Oh, when you're walking amongst the park. Yeah, the, the Queen kind of weirded me out today. Yeah, she was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from from uh, from Snow White, she yeah. walked around. Oh but, well, she's evil. By the way, Jimmy, something bothered you. Who did you see together that you were unnerved by? What two characters were walking together? Oh yeah, Peter Pan and Captain Hook were walking like basically hand in hand with each other. I mean, those guys are enemies. Yeah, that what kind the of hell. 
Yeah, he was very upset. <laughs> I didn't care for it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't care for the new friendship. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. I want enemies to stay enemies. Yeah. <laughs> like me and chilies and me and <laughs> we got fighting. So you ain't gonna see me in one of those restaurants. What do you got? What do you got against TGI Fridays? I mean, he owns Margaritaville. Restaurant. Right, I know yeah. that. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, now, I mean, but I could. What 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 do you think is the longest actual time you could uh, ride around with Jimmy Buffett? Because this, you know, you know a lot of people around. like to hang with and, and just. Uh, we keep it chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do you do the full? Now you say you're not a celebrity, but yeah. do you do the full celebrity thing? When you go to Disneyland. Do you get the uh, tour? Do you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do well, you, of course, I get the guide. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In line. <laughs> no, yeah, but look, I'm on. Uh, I'm in a lot of Pixar movies. Yeah. yeah, lucky enough to do that. You're about to do another one. Yeah, Toy yeah, Story Toy, Four. Toy, Toy, Story, Toy Story Four. At some point, I'll record. But um, I'm also on the Goldbergs, which is ABC, which is owned by Disney. Come on. So I call up ABC. I say I'm going on Monday. May I have a guide, please? And they give me a guide. Fuck. And That's the fantastic. guide we had today. Uh, his name was Jack, and he knew everything about Disneyland. It was great. Sparrow? I loved it. No. <laughs> All right. But, that would have been real cool. Very Disney no, of them. No, it would not have been real cool. I would have been upset. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked but, the guy being like, Mr. Garland, I'm a big fan of the Goldbergs. Yeah, would no, you like to ride the Mad Hatter? No, like, I would Dude, not have liked that. Just drop the fourth wall. Your yeah. name's Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, um, yeah, I love going to Disneyland. It's delightful. Did you? Uh, I needed a day off. I've been up, been up a bit. You know. Working nonstop. Yeah, it's a little much. You know, I'm about to start another season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But, you know, when, when's that starting? Wait. We that, start filming April 25th. Is Holy that, shit. Yeah, is that public casting. knowledge? Yeah. Okay, so that's out. Yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah. Thank God. I'm excited because the last season was, like, just watching it, you always think when you, when you have such an iconic show like that and it, and it comes back from their season, you're like, oh, can it top itself? And I th- I really think you guys did. Well, it was It was fantastic. I love... What we're gonna do this season? Oh, so, geez. fuck. Yeah. I mean, I know how pumped. I mean, David Steinberg was telling us when it was just getting. I think he had just received all the stories, and he was like, he was like, I don't know how they've Larry has strung together all of right. these to make it all flow, and and right. uh, so to hear you say that is pretty awesome. No, it's fantastic. What can what can you? Uh, Nothing I can say. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm being serious. Yeah. Um, can I you can't. confirm or deny Glenn Close's? Uh, <laughs> not in it. Okay. Well, that's all I was looking for. Hey, you know what? Very, Breaking news here. You way, heard it here is, first. There is at least one big movie star playing themselves in an episode, and it's so far my favorite episode of the season. Really? Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Who do you think it is? Ah, uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So bummed. Well, I mean, he's a huge fan, so obviously he'd yeah. want to be in it. Yeah, what, that's amazing. What was your? Uh, you can you can pull us a little bit closer to you. No, too. it's got to pick up Buffett. Keep it Buffett. All right, good. Yeah, yeah that's right. why it's there. All right, we can I, hear. I, it picks up real well. My my voice. Come on, man. yeah. I don't right. need help. Uh, what was your favorite part about uh, returning? To Disneyland or the curb? To, to curb, yeah, yeah. yeah. curb. Because it had been what seven? Oh, last year. No, it was just working with my friends. Yeah. Here's the thing about curb your enthusiasm. I don't have to learn any lines. And I laugh all day. That's all we do. We it's take our jobs very serious. You we do. work hard. But we have fun. We just laugh all day long. It's so much fun. Yeah, it just it, it seems like you guys are just getting paid to hang out with your friends. 
Well, kind of. <laughs> well, as long as one of them's a genius and he writes really cool stuff, there you go. Uh, then you can you know just hang out all day. But I, I got to uh, come uh, on one Yeah, you were on last yeah, year. That's right. Unbelievable. Were, I mean, uh, an, an I think Uber we driver. should bring that. I think yeah. we should bring that Uber driver back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was, I think uh, he should have his own part thread. of the season. I yeah. wasn't <laughs> able to be there because I filmed the Goldbergs at the same time as Curb yeah. last year. So when Adam did it, mm-hmm. I was not there. I was there the one day the, when I just had to do the uh, initial shot of me picking Larry up. That right. was on the same day of you guys shooting in, inside. So I came early just to watch you guys on set because right. I wanted to see the magic. And it's like, you really do take it seriously. As much as you're laughing, it's like after each take, you guys were conferring and, and, oh, we, and we, yeah, discussing pictures. jokes. And maybe like, well, maybe that, that again was fun. Let's go down that path. But not right. even saying like, say that exact thing again. It was keeping it so open to have it be different every time. I try, unless I'm told by the director or Larry that we didn't get something in coverage, I -hmm. try every take to do something different. Yeah, just to give them different options. Yeah. yeah. Also to make them, how much are you trying to make Larry laugh? Never. No. No. And I don't break. You don't? I've broken one. Larry breaks a lot, but I I only broke once in the history of the show, and that was the episode. um, It was called um, uh, Officer Krupke. Oh, yeah. Um, And in the episode. Where Larry wears the uh, women's underpants. Women's underpants, yeah, because my wife discovers ladies' underpants in my car. You sick fuck, Larry. Yeah, you're Larry David, and you happen to enjoy wearing women's underwear. (laughs) So Larry, when he drops his pants for the police officer... I wasn't, even though I knew it was coming, <laughs> are you ever prepared for Larry and ladies' <laughs> underwear? Also I mean, making the face and then deliver, saying that so convincingly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm also more terrified of you if you don't break in that, in that scenario. <laughs> right, and I, so I was so, you know, so, but generally, you know, really funny things happen. I stay focused. I'm good. Uh, will you, you guys are all shooting... Well, you can't say anything about it. What? I was going to ask in L.A. again. Yes, but, it's yeah. all in L.A. Yeah, I yeah. can say that. That's the best, right? Yeah, it's great. And then are love you just... sleeping in my own bed. <laughs> I love napping in my own bed more than sleeping in my own bed. You big napper? Oh, from way back. <laughs> He's an old school napper. I did notice uh, on the set of Handsome you had a chair that was... Yeah, yes, that was a zero gravity chair. Yeah. But yes, I like the napping, but I, speaking of Uber, mm-hmm. I... You know, it's so funny. I said to, uh, I was at, maybe you were coming by that night. I, I, I'm being serious. Yeah. That, but I remember, I, somehow I remember you per, going to perform that night, and I was just hanging around. I was going down. Show. I was going. No, I was going down the comedy store. I was going okay. down, being picked up by a friend of mine, and she said I'm going to get cut an Uber or whatever and I think it's going to be an Uber black because that's what the, I'll even do a Lux on occasion I'm rich <laughs> but but it was sure, an Uber black yeah. Jimmy Buffett what do you do for an Uber what? I, I have my own brand Uber <laughs> Uber, Uber Buffett <laughs> Margaritaville Uber by the way if that was an option after Uber Lux Uber Buffett Uber Buffett yeah, or Uber Margaritaville yeah done um, but anyhow I we went into an Uber X and I, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I just was telling Adam, you know, from the comedy yeah. store, that I will never go in an Uber X. And then one picks me up. I'm like, all right, what the hell? I'm just going down to the Roxy mm-hmm. to see the English beat, okay? And literally, the driver, she made a mistake. I saw her making the mistake, and we got rear-ended. 
And I oh, yelled geez. no to stop her before she did her thing. And I didn't know we'd get rear-ended. So my back, when I filmed Handsome, the entire time I was incredi- in incredible back pain. Fuck. So I had a chair and a massage table with ice packs. And in between setups, when they were setting up the cameras and yeah. stuff, I'd be laying on my back oh, wow. with, the, with the ice. So so that wasn't just you being diva Jeff Garland. No, that that no, was like Although when I'm at Curb and yeah. the Goldbergs, I have a zero gravity chair and in between setups yeah. I do nap. Because <laughs> uh, my back's better. But then it was all about putting the ice in there. And it helped. It helped immensely. But the move one of the things I'm really proud of of Handsome is when you see me getting in and out of cars, mm-hmm. it's really painful. But you see, like a guy getting slowly in and out of a car. You never see that in a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's always so, very brisk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. How quickly <laughs> can you shut down when you get in position for a nap? Like, are you an immediate passer outer, or do you have to like, start a, dreaming a, of fun stuff? I would say do you dream the, of Buffett for, cruises or for, what a, you... for a nap. No more than a five minute delay. Jesus! Wow. And You're I've a pro. And, I, and I've gone down within thirty seconds. Absolute pro. Now I want that. Yeah, and I can also have a have a have a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and take a nap, right away. That, is this, and the, by is the, way, this the plot of the next Marvel movie? By the way, one <laughs> of the things I'll tell you, if you can do that, do it because when you wake up, mm-hmm. when you wake up from it, you don't feel groggy. Oh, interesting. Because so so the caffeine kicks in like while you're sleeping. While you're sleeping, it's delightful. Now he uh, Adam briefly touched upon that that would be a good plot for uh, for a Marvel movie. You are a big comic book fan. But not a Marvel or DC movie fan. Certain oh. ones, like I love Deadpool. Okay, I loved um, uh, the uh, you know individual ones. Like if you tell me one, I'll tell you I dug it, didn't dig it. Ant Man, never even saw it. I had no desire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, cause, well, because he 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 knows me, so it's like he doesn't have to see a movie about a man who's very very small. <laughs> Yeah, but he's. I think Ant Man's smaller than you. I could take him. <laughs> you, well, that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah, yeah. Brad yeah. versus Ant Man. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> First in line. Invite me to the. I usually don't go to premieres. I go to that premiere. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, and I asked because, uh, of course, the big phenomenon in the last few months has been has been Black Panther. Did you see that one? I did. I, I thought it was good, very good. Even I didn't think it was like great. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, people I, are like, you know, I was just like, what? I can't handle overhype. Oh, yeah. I was hyped to the hilt. But you got to admit, a movie with mostly black people being a gigantic money maker. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. But it was okay. It was good. You know. Now you say you're not DC or Marvel. So is there a? Certain... I, I buy comic books from both. Okay. I, I don't buy. I buy mostly back issues now. I don't really like... I'm trying to think if there's a uh, current book that I love. Like certain runs, people will do a run on Spider-Man or a run on Batman or whatever. Where I'll go, oh, I'll talk to the people at my comic book store, Earth 2 in Sherman Oaks. Nice. And, uh, Shout out. Yeah, to Earth, the good folks at Earth 2. I go to other comic book stores. There's other nice ones, nice people. But that's my main one. Are, uh, they, are they quintessential, stereotypical comic book guys that work there? No, it's mostly women that work there. Wow. Yeah, the guy, there's a guy who owns his name's Carr, but the, there's women who, who work there. And they're very helpful. I go, what run is really good now? Because I love story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art is secondary to me. 
Like, you know, I used to like old artists. Like, I love Neil Adams. I love John Buscema. Like, I'm really into comic books. It's amazing I hate comic book movies for the most part. Interesting. Why? Because the stories are just... No, I don't care. For example, Deadpool, I cared about the characters. Yeah, me too. Passionately. Yeah. What happened to him? What happened to his wife? I cared. Yeah. These movies, I don't care most of the time. Because it's just so... Black Panther, everyone could have died. And he essentially did. Yeah. I didn't care. Spoiler alert. If you're one of the two well, no, people that didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying... Buffett, did I, you see Black Panther? No, hell no. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to dive in a wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not probably why you think, but yeah. nonetheless. No, no, no. I like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you're more of a sea life Which, by the yeah. way, is coming out. There's an Aquaman coming out. No yes, starring, uh, starring the man the that... from... Uh, yeah, that my wife... Have t- has told me that she would uh, cheat on me with like in front of me. If, if if it was her and Jace Momoa, she would not care. She would she just would be she, like, "And would you clap in rhythm as they fucked?" Pretty much. <laughs> I'd be like, "Let's Wait, keep the timing going." Yeah, yeah what's the rhythm yeah, like? Yeah. That was. I mean, cause, well, it's yeah, whatever. Women, it's women Momoa. Dig, He's women, got his own rhythm. Women do dig that dude. I will say. <laughs> Although I didn't even see the like, I didn't go see the Justice League movie. Not me no. either, because it looked like crap. Yeah. And I saw Wonder Woman, liked it, didn't mm-hmm. love it. You know, it was, a, it was good, you know. But none of these, like Deadpool, I'm trying to think of another one that I was passionate about. Yeah. The Wolverine movies? Um, Hugh Jackman's got Logan. a nice edge to him. Hugh ja- By the way, he's really good. They're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't hate those, yeah. but I, I've hated others. Iron Man? I like the, I liked the first one. Yeah. They're all fine. Like, what, what, what did I hate? What about... Um, Captain uh, America, good. Yeah, great, you know. You see Chef Guy? Have you seen the trailer for that? Chef Guy? It's about Chef Boyardee, and he learns how to... <laughs> By the way, you realize that's not... Why are you laughing, Brad? Hey, it's not funny. Don't it's funny to me. <laughs> it's not even Don't funny. joke about I a love, fictional Boyardee superhero I, I love a good, no, but I love a good Boyardee better. reference. By the way, that was just not funny. <laughs> Wasn't Adam, I expect more from Jeff, you. I wasn't trying to be. Oh. Well then by the I way, use this podcast to pitch movies. I love Adam so much. Adam is the best guy. And funny and good and thanks, delightful mm-hmm. and handsome. Well, thanks for... Look at you. Well, thanks for... Look champ- at you and Brad. The ladies must just finger themselves <laughs> for this show. I mean, that's why we had to stop doing live shows together, Jeff. Right. Yeah, you, it, it, it was just a problem. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doing live shows, we just did a big one together. Uh, oh yeah, the K Rock thing. Yeah, we did the Kevin and Bean April Fool's shows. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was six thousand people. Yeah. Was that the largest audience you've ever done stand up? No, for? I've done for ten thousand, and I hated it. Wow. And so where where was ten thousand? In in San Jose, maybe it was in uh, San Francisco. And but okay. the point being is that I didn't like it, and I really liked that theater that was fun the, the yeah microsoft the uh, theater. microsoft theater in, da- yeah. in downtown los angeles Had there you was performed a... there before no i've been on stage i've been i was there for emmys numerous times oh cool yeah but you know i hate the emmys really yeah award shows in general I hate them passionately hate them why is that have you been to one nope all right <laughs> well my friend let me just tell you ahead of time it's an honor to be nominated sure it's great to win Mm-hmm. I've won a Golden Globe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Golden Globe is pretty fun. That seems well. That's like where drink. that's a, <laughs> and well, that's it's a movie one, and TV people. It's just it's just a, that's a more that's the most fun of all of them. But unless the host is like I've been there when Shandling hosts. Wow. I've been there with Conan hosts. Uh, you know, it's great when you have a funny host. But you know, if you have a sh- 
shit host. So there's no fun like bathroom stores like me, Al Pacino, Glenn Close are all taking a shit. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> that's true. Al Pacino, Glenn Close, and I were taking a shit in the same toilet. <laughs> we, we did different angles. And it was a delightful time. Many good stories, which I promise I keep secret. I said, but I am going to tell everybody we shared a toilet. I said, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, is, is, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You live here. Yeah. How do you deal with this room? Do you take the pictures down and the? I'm not a fan of it. It, I tried to make this like a. No, it's an office. It's very much an office podcast room. Yes, Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm in a thing. But if you live here, that's got to suck. Yeah, I mean, look, there's you um, walk in here, and and you know, I get oblivious. I mean, like, look, I uh, I could probably take some of this stuff down. But but that's then a lot everyone's... of energy. But that's a lot of energy every day to put it up, take it down. It is, yeah, yeah. You know. exactly. Try to try to balance. Is it that out. a real poster from the movie, or is that one that was made? Real poster. Oh, it's a cool poster. We made a handful of them, yeah. And you know, for me, I was like, oh, this this could be the last time I'm in a poster. What? So let me just put it up. You're you're don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're po- wonderful. Positive thoughts. That's uh, right. I don't go for that. Now, well, I, I want to be ask... humble. Yeah, mm-hmm. but be confident. Yeah, that you know what you're doing as a comedic actor. I feel like I do, and you, 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 you'll work. It's all about confidence, yeah. man. Confidence, but be humble. Be like, I'm lucky if I'm in the heat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I want to ask you this: What yeah. was it like? And you can be very candid for because uh, auditioning for Curb, I went in twice. I think you were there the first time, maybe right. not the second time. Yeah, because of the schedules, it was yeah. tough. And uh, this season, I'm there every day for everything for Curb. Do you enjoy awesome. that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so I went in the first time for the Uber driver, and look, I was I was, it was one of those things where you know, like we talked about, favorite show of all time. Very pumped to even be there, and the nerves were running high on the way there. And then when I got there, everything just settled down, right. and it was just like you said, it was a very like humbling, confident of like uh, confidence where where you I, know what I, I you're was, doing. Yeah, I was like, hey, you and know, by the way, you got to this moment for a reason. That's exactly right. Yeah. But also, what is there if you're auditioning? Why should you be nervous? Nervous for what? Nothing bad can happen to you. Yeah. Either you get the part or you don't. Yeah. So you might as well, when you're auditioning for anything, do it with joy. Yeah. Because there's, you you either get the part or you don't. So yeah. what are you nervous about that you'll fail? And guess what? You probably will fail. Yeah. You probably won't get it. You know, and not because you're good or bad, just because you're not exactly right. It's like there's a the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. So have a great time. Yeah. I did try to let a little of that seep in of like, all right, well, you might not get it, you know. But I wanted it. But how do you how do you meet that with like wanting it so bad? Which is what I was letting myself get overtaken with. Well, by the way, mm-hmm. you want it, but you know, it just look. Here's what it is, man. You got a job to do, yeah, and you got to take what you do seriously, yeah. and don't take yourself seriously. Yeah. And if you're wanting it too bad, you're taking yourself seriously. Yeah. Now, no, is this just, something that you've learned through? Uh, I, I read somewhere that you started doing transcendental meditation. I've been doing transcendental meditation for years, but no, that's not okay. Yes, everything in my life experience has led to me knowing these things. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's it really. Don't let the ego overcome you. Yeah. Don't just be like, this is what I do, man, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you'll and you'll do the see the great what what I always wanted to do, and what I aspire to do, is do what I do, and then if I leave an audition or I film something, and I've done what I wanted to do. Yeah. 
I've done my part. Yeah, that, and that, that's what I try to preach. And, and you did that on my movie. Yeah, you did what you wanted to do, and that was exactly what I wanted you to do. Cool, and that's why I hired you. You know, um, as I recall, did you audition for my movie? No, you just gave it to me. All right, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, because I knew you could do. You saw me in something and said, "I'm going to put you in this." No, that's not what happened. I thought that's what you said. No, no, I, I, I showed up to your door with a boombox over my head. <laughs> no, John Cusack style. No, but the point being is, I I knew you. I knew what you were capable of. Right. I'd seen your work. I seen you do stand up, and I'm like, you can nail this. You know. Yeah. And hopefully, I'll do another one, and you'll do that character again <laughs> yeah. i loved it but it's but in, like but in curb so so when i walked in it was like i i remember i made a, a you know, seeing allison and you were very familiar faces so that right. kind of put me at allison ease. allison jones allison jones mm-hmm. this is your show introduce people yeah uh don't just great, say allison allison cast like, I mean, who the fuck is allison 40 year virgin knocked up uh, she's Veep, a top casting director of all in time the, in comedy she's unbelievable yeah. yeah uh and uh uh and so seeing you guys helped and then Seeing Larry was like, that was the first time, so it was like definitely a starstruck moment, but then like, it all went away very quickly. And right. then once we sat down, it was like... Well, he gets to business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, you know, I made you, a joke and he laughed kind of and it, about knowing Carol Leifer and having mutual friends and I said, I said she, you guys, I said, you guys used to date or something, met through J-Date or something and he laughed and goes, hey, funny. And something like that. Something to yeah. acknowledge like, all right. Yeah. And then we sat down and jumped into it and it was... Uh, uh, you just kind of—I remember everything kind of going blank in front yeah, of me. Yeah, you got a job to yeah. do. Uh, That's the way you approached it. I remember him and laughing. Let me ask you a question: you guys Did you laughing? get the job? Yeah. Okay, so you did the right thing. Yeah. You had confidence in your abilities, and you focused on that. You weren't focusing on while you're doing the scene. You're not thinking to yourself, "Oh, I want this so bad." No. That's Larry David behind me, which people do. And they do, do they end up saying that out loud? They don't get the job if they do that. No, but right? I can see yeah, it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like they're so excited. You know, and it's like, that's all good and fine, but you got to be a, when you go up to bat in a baseball game and the crowd's here, the crowd's here and they're cheering for me. No, it's like, what's that pitcher throwing? I've yeah. already scouted him. Look how lucky I am. This is the humble part. I play professional baseball. I'm about to go to bat. How great is that? But I know how to do it and I'm here for a reason. And that's where you have to approach everything. And you just got to listen and react. You're lucky that you get the opportunity and you just do what you do. What's your skill set, man? And just do it. How long before it took you to to realize these things? Or get comfortable I started. Yeah. I started stand-up and acting when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And I started getting reasonably good at both mm-hmm. and figuring it out uh, about 10 years later. Yeah, ten years, I'd say. Would you guys say ten years is like yeah. to yeah. to start, and then you know, and then every year from that, more and more, more and more confidence, 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 and uh, humbleness with the confidence. That combination you can't lose. Yeah, when you're in an audition room on the other end for this curb casting, do you, yeah. how much will you chime in if you see some like, let's say somebody doesn't come in as poised and confident as I did. I, when people <laughs> but if you no when if people walk in, I make a point of going up and shaking their hand, and I tell them, "Have the most fun ever." I hope you really enjoy this. Like I set That's a good. tone for them. Yeah. And then, generally, if they miss the mark by that much, we just let them leave, because Larry, Larry's not. Every room's a, like if I'm a director and I see something in someone, I will in fact. Uh, give them a note to change something. Yeah. But on Curb, Larry wants somebody 
who really punches him in the face that they're the part, that they're it. He doesn't like you putting a spin or trying to be clever. Somebody recently was very good, but they were a little too clever. He said, they sort of seemed like they were in a mad TV skit. Skit. Mm. He didn't say skit. Skit. <laughs> and he was right, and they didn't get the part. And I knew they could have made the adjustment. Fuck. But Sometimes it comes down to something so small like that, yeah? Well, it's nuanced, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But in, in our, on our show, he he's not a big make adjustment guy. He's like, you do it. Like, if he's going to make an adjustment with somebody, he's going to make it within the first 10 seconds where they're really? completely going down the wrong path. He doesn't want to waste his time. How interesting. We also don't rehearse. So the only rehearsal we get yeah. in any scene is during an audition. Yeah. So yeah. So they can't do it and they can't vibe and they don't get it. Then yeah. why try yes. to take them on when yes. it's such the kind of show where you know the kind of quality of people that are going to be going out for these parts. Like it, it's it's like pro sports where it's like if someone can't do it, all right, next man up. Or next man up. Next woman up. Like next woman up. up. Boom. Good night, everybody. But that's show business, man. Mm-hmm. You know, just have the attitude. L- work hard. To gain the confidence. And then when you got the confidence, you've got a job to do and you know how to do it. And always you're lucky to be doing the job. How lucky am I? You know, am I, if I'm Two hit stage, shows? Fuck. I'm crazy. By the way, exhausted. <laughs> didn't like doing them at the same time. Took away a lot of the joy. Yeah. But I always knew I was lucky. And I wasn't going to complain. How do you find that? Are the shows two completely different mindsets? Like a, I don't even think prepping about for a, it. I don't, no. I don't think about that either. I just go. I mean, like I having, having a script versus not having a script. It's I don't just, even no. I have my process for each. Yeah. And I just do it. I don't uh, think about it. What uh, do you actively try to fit stand up in between there? Or, or sometimes are you just too well, busy where you're no, like, I, I actually you need to get now, on stage because now I'm at the improv every Friday. That's right. Yes, in the lab, doing a show with the greatest name of a show ever, which is You'll Probably Get Laid. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said, what do you want to call it? And that's the first thing I thought of. I thought, what a great title. Let's go. I mean, go. yeah, because if, if you're looking down the By set the way, of shows to see. I didn't realize see... the irony of it's called You'll Probably Get Laid with Jeff Garland. <laughs> and I, I Is there a dot, dot, dot? I didn't intend for that. I intended it to be You'll Probably Get Laid, period. Yeah. yeah. You know, with Jeff Garland or yeah. whatever. I didn't think about that part. There's but, probably yeah. some people being like, he just doesn't and, turn it off. And I'm going to be starting up again at Flappers on Sunday nights, every Sunday at 7. Awesome. Starting in August. Um, that's a great, that, that's like, a great show, and that's yeah, such thanks. a... I mean, so I'll be doing an hour on Fridays mm-hmm. at the Improv and an hour on Sundays at, at uh, Flappers. And then once a month, I'm at Largo. When go. does this go up? Uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So this Friday I'm up at at, at uh, Largo, and John Mulaney's my guest with oh, um, with, and I'm talking to Larry Charles. I'm interviewing Larry Charles. Larry Holy Charles from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, Seinfeld, Curb, Borat, like yeah. all these different things. Wait, is this uh, uh, uh when I went to the one where you interviewed Larry? Is this the yeah, it's the same type yeah. of thing? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The, the, the podcast that you were doing for a little bit. Well, no, I no. stopped. I still took like a similar format. Okay, good. I don't do a podcast. Because you're so good at that, though. I mean, you Thank just, you. Yeah. I don't do a podcast anymore because I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I'm filming. You know, I'm doing my stand-up. You know, you guys know. It's, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. And you got to record commercials. you got to re- do all this yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. you got to force, just, like, chemistry yeah. between your partner and, like, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully candles and a surprise guest does it. Buffett, yeah. do you have any best friends that you sometimes feel like, I don't want to do this? 
but there's 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 you know there's uh, something to be gained from it, so I'm going to force myself to do it. Uh, if a mermaid asks me for a favor, I gotta say yes. I don't wanna, but if her siren song is calling to me, what sort of mermaid mavers are mermaid mermaid mavers? What? What is sort that? Of mer- is that is that something on the menu at Margaritaville? What sort of mermaid mermaid mavers? What sort They're of fried. Mer- what sort of mermaid favors are getting? Uh, if she wants tickets in the pit, <laughs> tickets to the whole, show. I gotta do a whole thing with a water tank down there so she doesn't die. Uh, what uh, What was more fun today, Jeff Garland, riding the ride to Disneyland or talking with Jimmy Buffett? At all times, talking with Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> there wasn't a time where I didn't enjoy talking with Jimmy Buffett. And I had some, you know. By the way, today haunted the haunted mansion. Today was fantastic. Something different about it? Just no. You know what it is? Is every time I go to Disneyland, probably once a year, mm-hmm. and I love Disneyland. But every time, it's a different experience. Who you're with? Who you with on the ride? Today, I was on the ride. Uh, my friend Mike Carlson and mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett were in the one in front of me, <laughs> yeah. and I was by myself. Okay, and so it just was. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I just enjoyed it, and I got to uh, the whole beginning, the elevator with the whole thing. Yeah, I got to experience that uh, with just Jimmy Buffett and Mike Carlson today. Oh wow! And Jack. Yeah, yeah, the tour guide. So. Are you okay with really big drops and crazy? Uh... Uh, just the rides that they can make you nauseous. Oh, no, no, I don't go on them. Yo. They went on them all day, and okay. I sit on the bench, and I uh, close my eyes and take a quick nap. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a three-minute nap. Sometimes it's a ten-minute nap. It all goes yeah. back to that. Yeah. Now, they're, they're really... Have you always been... So no coasters, no crazy... Your stomach, oh, I hate roller coasters. Now, because of the fear of falling off or that your stomach can't handle it? Fear of falling off. Every year there's a news story published where it's like somebody fell way, off the Matterhorn, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, by the way, I don't even get that far. Yeah. Like, there's not even a possibility for me being You don't even there. look at the Matterhorn in no. the eyes. By the way, I remember working at a record store. This is in, in Florida. And one of my coworkers said to me, I had a dream about you last night. She goes, I go, well, what was it about? Mm. She goes, you fell off a roller coaster. Now, prior to that, I never <laughs> went on roller coasters. Yeah. Someone does a dream like that. You're definitely not going on now. Yeah. This is so I don't so... go on Space Mountain. I don't go on the Matterhorn. I don't go on the, uh, you know. By the way, even the, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Even that first Pirates of the Caribbean drop. Yes. That one gets to me, but I still, I go through with that one. That's okay. too much? No, it's bordering on too much. Okay. But roller coasters, no way. Like I would never, like, uh, you know, I've never been is, uh, what's the place up the five? Uh, Quiznos. Six, six Flags. Six Why flags. do you do that? <laughs> Sorry, man. All right, uh, Six Flags. Yeah. I've never yeah. been to Six Flags. This is, there's nothing that place could offer me. This me is so funny to me. And we'll right? never go. Why? <laughs> what are you Why offering me? Go? What are you offering me? Oh, that- nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm, Am I supposed to go I'm, and conquer my way, fears? Fuck I would off. love to sit in my car in the parking lot more than go in <laughs> and even walk around. Yeah, I'm laughing so hard at this because the, out of the three people sitting at this table right now, Two of them hate roller coasters. The person that loves roller coasters is a motherfucker who can't get on half of the damn roller coasters. Oh, really? Because you're sad. Yeah. They get this. No, it's his attitude. (laughs) That's really funny. That's funny. I don't like women. Uh, That would be (laughs) be really funny. His Me Too thing is they won't let him on rides anymore. No. uh, So really, that's right. The height. Yeah. um, I can do. Because you can fly out of it. Is that the premise? (laughs) That's what they think. No, I'm saying that's that would. I can't understand another reason why. Which, if you have the chance for a dwarf to fly across the sky yeah, at your that's theme great park. marketing. I think Screaming, you do that. You I think you roll that, that dice. Yeah, exactly. 
as much as you're making a joke. I don't think you do that. No one wants to see, at least no one of sound mind, unless they're sleeping in boxes, uh, wants to see a little person fly. Is that appropriate, little person? Yes. Wait, yes, wait, wait. Little, no one wants to see a little person fly or fly out of a roller coaster? Fly out of a roller coaster. Because if Brad one day oh! goes, I'll see you later, and goes Flies? and starts flapping his wings, and I go, what about wait, your hold car? On, hold on, hold on. You've ruined the effect. Rocket pack? No. How's I'd like get... to see him just fly, like a superhero. Oh, okay. I don't so want just... to see him have wings. <laughs> I already look weird enough, Adam. Now you want to put wings on me? That's crazy. I got a big ass and a Peyton Manning forehead. Now you want me to This must be the attitude that got you denied at the roller coaster. Jimmy, have you ever been so high that you felt you were flying or you thought you saw something flying? Uh, Well, one time I was in a pelican's beak flying. I'll tell you, I ain't never been higher than that. What was the name of the pelican? Uh, it was uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy the pelican. It was one of my Margaritaville brand pelicans. You sell your own pelicans? Hell yeah, I do. I got a zoo where you can buy stuff. Sweet lord. Oh. Uh, I, you know what? I love you, Jeff Garland, but oh, I may love the fact that you have Jimmy Buffett here a little Why more. Why wouldn't you? I'm with you. Wait, yeah. I'm with you. Are you really, uh, you said it on Conan, have, have pot has become a new part of your life. It's an important part of my life because mm-hmm. I have trouble sleeping. Me too. Because of anxiety and, and disappointment and me too. regret. And Indica, God's gift to people like me. I know. If I have a child, I'm naming it Indica just to show my appreciation oh my for the God. drug. It's it's special. How it's a, had you had you been against it or just never allowed it to be? A never party? against it. I always voted for it, even when I wasn't smoking it. I was like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. But I was doing the View and Whoopi Goldberg. I was telling her about my problems on the air, and afterwards she took me into her dressing room and gave me a vape pen, an indica vape pen. And when she goes, Whoopi Goldberg this, get, tells you to get high, I think you have to listen at that point. Oh, it's interesting, certainly. <laughs> By the way, that, it doesn't get cooler as an intro into the world of pot than Whoopi Goldberg being like. Hit this, you know. <laughs> that is her voice, and she didn't say it like that. Hit this. <laughs> she didn't turn to a bebop jazz musician. She uh, said, "If you," she explained to me. She's so she cool. She gave me, me numbers of places in here to Great. call. You know, like you know, places to get it to get my medical card. Like she set me on my way, mm-hmm. and I owe her. She's so a I'm big pro- uh, advocate for it. Yeah, yeah, I am too. But I'm not going to get crazy about you know. I got other things to talk about. Uh, did you guys smoke together? Did you get high no, with Whoopi? No, no, no. Getting high with Whoopi could be the new comedians in cars getting coffee. I feel like. By where the she way, she just pulls guests into the dressing no, room. No, not, no, not. First off, you don't want to get high near the view. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's actually a good idea for her. Getting high with Whoopi. But she's already probably already thought of it. Maybe you do it in a hot air balloon, so it's a play on words. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> You know what I wish you'd do? Stop trying to be funny. I don't know what I like more, Adam when he's funny or Adam disappointing Jeff Garland. Another great show title. By the way, I love when Adam's funny. Adam, don't try. Just be sincere. Be sincere. All right. Now, uh, I don't see Brad going off the rails. (laughs) Well, I mean, I haven't had an Indica yet. Indica that makes you more on the rails. Brad can't smoke a ton of pot because he's had some bad uh, health experiences. Yeah. Seriously, though? Wait, is that true? <laughs> On the edible, you... Oh, yeah. Oh, edibles, stay away! Yeah. <laughs> I don't touch edibles. I've never seen someone get more no, passionate you about don't anything. don't know yeah. how much is cooked into it. How much is cooked into it. It's like such a... By the way, if you're going to ever do edibles, do the smallest amount possible. Yeah. yeah. 
and the next time do a little bit break more that in half if it doesn't work yes yeah i once tap danced on my patio because i for 15 minutes because in my head i go if you don't stop tap dancing your heart's going to explode for about 15 minutes <laughs> that's a crazy edible yeah I, and I across the way in my apartment complex after about eight of the 15 minutes somebody just goes are you okay <laughs> so they watch me step ball change for eight minutes before that's they decided crazy. this guy's not rehearsing for something well no i mean i would wait a few minutes yeah you know. um, but it's yeah you don't it's, it's too much of a gamble it's yeah the indica you can control the no, uh, I, I like smoking a joint and they sell pre-rolled joints there you go um i i like a vape when i travel you know mm-hmm. um do you like it, to get high before you get on a plane no 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 no, no why is no. that i don't need to although i flew to it's my last edible experience okay I knew I couldn't smoke the vape on the plane. I wasn't going to get high before. Where am I going to do it in the airport? So I bought some edibles. Now, I don't eat sugar. Mm-hmm. So I bought like some Dorito-style edibles. Okay. Okay? And they said, they're indica. Well, they turned out to be sativa. Which is, that puts you down? That, no, that knocks oh, that, you up. Oh, that brings you up. And okay. it's sort of, for, for me, because a guy who doesn't do drugs, that's equivalent of acid, man. Mm-hmm. And I had nightmares on the flight, and I was just, oh, my geez. head was spinning. It was- Flight mares? <laughs> really? Really? Sorry, what, what, man. what overtakes Sorry. you? I just I'm on Hawaii. I just got back from Hawaii. Uh, like I just my, got back from Disneyland. Yeah. Listen. My brain I'm on the time changes stop fuck with my the brain. Quipping. Stop quipping. The, the, Someone's <laughs> calling me. Let me see. Time changes fuck with my brain. Jimmy, did you think that was funny? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm on my phone making a deal to put a chilies out of business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? No, I'm Brad, you would have said not that. At all. Dude, I don't know where Duke is. You never called me. Uh, I am at, uh, at one of your uh, um, favorite comedians' uh, podcasts. Pat Oswalt? No, he's in the Heat. <laughs> what handsome man is Michael he? McDonald? Yes, yeah, she. She says hi. Oh, yeah. Okay, find you. out what's going on. I haven't heard from him. Bye. Yeah, she's looking for my son. But, you know, she loves Adam so much. Yep, nope, 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 no, nope, no, nope, nothing for my son. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've okay. gone in. I used to go in to audition for stuff for her since when I started. Yeah, no, she... By the way, I learned about you from Marla. For real? Oh, my God. She's the first one who told me about you before oh, I ever shit. met you. Oh, shit. Oh, she's like, I love this guy. I used know? to... I got, went in for so many things for it that got called back and called back for more and more and then just would lose out to... By the a way, name, you know what I'm saying? By the way, that's the thing with Brad Morris, and I say the same thing to you, okay? And that is, you get in this point in your career where you work a ton, and you, it's almost like you're, every day you're juggling, but you keep being handed balls. But no one's like, here's one big ball. Yeah. Hold this and go. Like, there's, there's no, you haven't gotten the one big thing yet. Yeah. The one TV show, the one movie, the one thing that's like, yeah, daddy-o. And it's going to come. I know that because I juggled for years. Really? Especially if it's, it's called, yeah, especially if it's called, yeah, daddy-o, starring Adam Ray. By the way, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, daddy-o. <laughs> how many, how many, at what point did you decide though, like, oh, maybe I'm just not going to, which I'm not, I'm not saying that this is how I'm thinking, but in the because I'm you know getting balls and juggling them. Just did right. something with Paul Feig for his pilot and couldn't have had more fun doing just a day job on the pilot. Right. But walking away, being like, I needed that day is like a re uh, booster yeah. to right. just be like yes. to crush yes. it that hard in front of so many people and Paul and be like, oh yeah, like this is not that I was questioning what I was doing, but needing a, a ball bigger, uh, like 
How do you balance out uh, being like, oh, maybe I'll just get these little balls for no, a while? No, hold on. No, it's not even that. Yeah. You just do whatever Just keep doing you do. it. Just keep doing what you're doing. and Keep delivering. Only worry about being great. Yeah. Not good. Good's not good enough. No, it's not. In show business. <laughs> worry about being great. Just every day, every job, whatever you do, if you're going to write that day, just write and do the best you can. And that's all you can do. And then the rest of it, it just happens. Was there a moment in your career where you thought, like, where you thought, okay, here we go. This is the break. This no, is the thing. No. Never. As a matter of fact, I remember having a conversation with John Stewart about that. Like, when did you, you know, there's never that big, what's your big break? When did, like, you don't even mm. remember like that. And I actually remember moments where I thought, I'm never going to make it. Or like sure. feeling down, but I didn't let that overcome me. I, I Here's the thing. Perseverance in show business is not going nuts when no one is saying your name. When nothing is going on, don't go nuts. Just keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. They will say your name. I mean, look at uh, your co-star in the Goldbergs, Brian Callen, whose show just got picked up. Wait, did it get picked up for the fall season? He, He posted about it today, yeah. Shut up! Yeah. The, the the high school one, yeah, I mean the one, spin-off. Uh, the yeah. spinoff, yeah, yeah, because it did great in the time yeah. slot. Yeah, I guess it, right. They put oh, it. Oh, good! I'll see him in New York at the upfronts. I'm so happy for amazing. him. Yeah, talk about a guy that's just he's yeah. been he's been at it that, for years and, and funny got a, can be. Lo, a lot of little balls in the air, and now and now he's getting his big that's ball. Because you get to a point, you know. But I had moments like even in the middle of having lots of balls where there were no balls. <laughs> like where I didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. And my wife had to cast in order for for us to survive. So you just keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. That's such great news. So him and Tim Meadows, look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And how and how great does that have to make someone like Adam Goldberg feel to now know he's, he's launching like two different shows? He's passionate about it, so that's very exciting. Is is, is it strange playing someone who actually existed and is, and is so obviously close to the creator of the show? Like, no, because I don't because think about it. You, you, you don't think about like, oh, like, because I didn't pay, look, the guy was dead before I even started the show mm-hmm. and I didn't, I, I'd seen video of him, but I didn't, I didn't take that into consideration. You don't, you don't do that. You just do what you do. You, yeah. don't, you don't even think about and it. I'm not a skilled enough actor to, to, <laughs> no, it's true to play this guy exactly the way he is. No, mm-hmm. I don't do that. I just do what I do. You want somebody to do that, you got to have a different type of actor. Well, and that's not who they hired. They hired Jeff Garland. Yes. So, and the father. Yes. It's the curmudgeon sign of me. Mm-hmm. Side of me, you know. What about over 100 episodes? You think about that? That's crazy. Yeah, we're 100 and I don't even know a lot. Fuck. They were going into our sixth season. And Curb this year crosses 100 episodes. What? Yeah, so I have two TV series that have gone past 100. That's, I'm You're in the Ted Dancing lucky. Club. <laughs> no one is in the Ted. And by the way, Great speaking answer. of the speaking of that, Ted Danson's on one of my hundred episode shows. He's yep, a regular he's on, on Curb. Curb. Yep, he's so past good two on seasons. It. He's like a regular. And by the way, people the, ask the, me who's my favorite person to ever work with. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, Ted Danson. Hey, Jimmy, have you ever worked with Ted Danson or come across him? No, I, I don't want to either. <laughs> Why not? Well, does he play a conch shell or a steel drum? <laughs> He does not play no, a steel drum. No, <laughs> no, no, hell no. <laughs> what if he learned? Uh, well, uh, yeah, if he learned, hell yeah. <laughs> Why not? But what? That's probably gonna be at least a six-week concourse. Oh yeah, you gotta at least be playing for three weeks before you join my band. <laughs> it's gotta sound good. 
That sounded too good. The guy's been drinking all day. <laughs> what? Do you have a favorite episode of uh, of Curb? What? <laughs> what show? Do you watch TV? I should have started uh, no, with I, that. I just got a, a one TV channel, and it's just a, a, a loop of a guy counting money all day. <laughs> Uh, there's so there's there's so many celebrities that when you see them together they're like I did, had no idea that they would hang out and yeah. you guys are definitely yes. two of those celebrities. Wait, wait, what what is it about Ted Danson that cuz he's been I mean on I mean, he's the most four shows where he's a, a he's regular full, star. He's full of joy. How does he work that long and, he's and so much? He's so talented and he loves it still. And he loves it and you can feel it. He's everything you want. At me as a man I want to be like him. I want to be like him. I want to be like Brian Cranston who did the show last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be around these people that you want to emulate, like that are I look at and go, man, if I could be like that. Hmm. And Ted Danson's one of those people. Uh, does does he break? Yeah, you know, but not really. I mean, he's he's a he's you know his skill level's pretty gosh darn high. The episode with him and Larry and the anonymous donor is anonymous donors. It's maybe one of the greatest episodes. I mean, yeah. look, there's we could go down a rabbit hole of this just is the, the greatest premise episode. of Ted is okay with saying he did it. Yes, and Larry's anonymous and he's furious. Yes, that Ted said it. and the playfulness with him and Cheryl and and you being like, what's all this touching and like? Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's great. Just so and then Cheryl ratting uh, or Ted telling her that you're the one that jerked off in the house. Yeah. Yes. And then Susie banning Larry from the house. Yes, yeah. she, she banned my husband, which is such a great thing because she's always so anti. It's like for her, she's always still got your back. Yeah. So finding out that Cheryl banned Larry, well then fuck you. You banned my husband to get the... Yeah, yeah I know. That's funny. I'm, I'm telling you lines that you said. That's uh, uh, all right. I enjoy it. It's good. I heard, a, I, heard, I heard a story about you and I have to know if this is true. Yes. I heard you in an interview say one time that you lost your virginity to a heckler. I lost my virginity to a heckler on that- South Beach in 1982. I love that this is true. Yes, in a lifeguard stand. Wow! So Dear I was diary. doing I was doing uh, penthouse form right here. I, I was doing a show mm-hmm. uh, on South Beach, and back then South Beach was there were two like bar nightclub places: the Carlisle and the Cardoza, and there was a comedy club in the Victor Hotel. Okay. The the top part was there were no ho- you couldn't go in the hotel rooms, but the bottom was a beautiful Art Deco comedy club, you know. And uh, I'm 20 years old. I just started in comedy, and South Beach is filled with uh, Cuban refugees, mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. and old Jews. No, that's the mixture. So wow. which one of these did you lose your virginity to? Oh, well, actually, none of the above. <laughs> Damn. No, that's what, that's I, was what I'm saying. I was hoping you. That was the scene I'm saying. <laughs> okay, you know? okay. So I'm on stage, and um, there's a woman just hecking, yelling at me that I stink and this, that, and the other thing. And by the way, I did stink. I yeah, was what 20, was 20-year-old Garland talking about? I was an MC. I don't even remember. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And afterwards, I went down to the Carlisle, and... Uh, some guy comes up and he says, my friend wants to buy you a drink. And I go, I don't really drink. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, can he buy you, she buy you something? I go, ginger ale? He goes, she's going to come over and bring it to you. So the, the heckler woman, very attractive, comes over and brings me a ginger ale. I say, I really don't thank you, but I'm just not interested in you know, yeah. talking to you. Mm-hmm. She says, please come out in front. I want to apologize. I was terribly wrong. We go out in front and she grabs me and kisses me. Literally grabs me and kisses me. 
And I was like, all right, that's a good apology. <laughs> and then she starts running on the beach, ripping off her clothes, yelling, follow me, follow me. I followed her, but I kept my clothes together. I didn't want to have to gather them. She ran up. She's naked in a lifeguard stand. I go up in the lifeguard stand. I'm completely clothed. I take off my clothes, and being the good Jewish boy, I folded my clothes. Jesus Christ. And I remember thinking when my wiener went in, it's like, oh, it's over. I'm not a virgin. And then... uh, Did you please tell me you said that out loud? No, no, just thought it. Jimmy Buffett, what was the first thing you said when you lost your virginity? Fins up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did I feel like that's what you were going to say? <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Of course you did. And uh, where was it? It wasn't. Yeah. A, can you top lifeguard stand as a location best? Uh, it was in an inactive volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. That's, that, that's, that's the movie it. Joe versus Volcano should have been. Yeah. 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 My God. Wait, so, uh, well, that's so a anyhow, great story. Yeah, yeah. And then, by the way, it, to follow up, there's more details. Please. But, but no, I don't want to. Okay. But, but no, at the end, she said, you know, you're really sweet. I'd love to see you again. She gave me her number. Mm. And she said, I'm an attorney here in Miami. And oh, she's got a job. You know, how about that? And then she told me she was 30. Mm. And I kept my composure. But on the way home, I threw the number out the window. I was like, I'm not hooking up with a 30-year-old. And I'm happy to have lost my virginity. But I'm not going with an old lady. Thanks for the fun, toots. But uh, but you're too old. 30? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but when you're 20 years old. It seems like a million. By the way, she's living her best life, by the way. Stripping off clothes, running on the beach at 30. Yeah. Oh, like, and God. an attorney. An attorney, yeah. Sounds like she, a dream gal. Yeah. Helping a young, helping a young crappy comedian uh, <laughs> lose his virginity. But that is, I am a real comedian. I lost my... Now, what was better, my... that or your bar mitzvah? <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Because my bar mitzvah, I remember, it was at Inverary in Fort Lauderdale. And I remember, all I remember is being photographed. Like the mm-hmm. smile, like I look at my bar mitzvah album, and that's my memory. Like the the kids would be doing things, and I was taking a picture. I was taking a picture. All I remember is having pictures taken. Jimmy, do you remember your bar mitzvah? Were you bar mitzvah? Well, no, it was a different type of ceremony uh, with a lot of sea life, and uh, I can't really get into what the religion is. Uh, but, uh, is it your? Oh is it a Margaritaville religion? Uh, it's a Margaritaville. Religion. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but yeah, I got my own. <laughs> Uh, how is being a, a dad at this stage in the game? I know you're, um, which is your son the that was on are, the set of Handsome? James. And Kirby, yeah. He's 22. Yeah. Just, he turned 22 last month. And Such Duke, my kid. younger son, is 18. So my kids are 18 and 22. And I'm madly in love with them. Yeah. yeah. They adore you. I hope so. It seems like it. They let me kiss them and hug them as much as I want. And I... I respect them. I think that's one of the key things. I don't let them do whatever they want to do. Well, I was gonna say, we, but I have great respect sure. for them, and I try and give them the respect. But sometimes it's difficult. It's James, that was on set for Handsome, right? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you were very um, assertive about like being encouraging, uh, but also very uh, being a, a straight shooter about if he was doing something wrong or or, or taking well, or taking a moment to be like, this is something you should be thinking about in in. In terms of what's in regards to what's happening around yes, you, yes, yes, yes. But remember also, I'm his dad. Well, you can see so that relationship I, too. Where so him being like, say, "All right, man." Know, yeah, like yeah. so. Me telling him something, he's like, "What does this guy know?" Yeah, I'm. You know, your dad. You, yeah. you know, someday he'll. I know because I certainly every, every boy goes through this. You look at your dad with respect, mm. but 
right now. Come on, man. They don't. They don't. These are the prime years to be like. Yeah, I know more than you, Dad. Yeah, especially in this type of world. Well, by the way, James more than Duke, the older one, really knows way more than me. Do they think it's crazy you're not on Twitter? No, they they respect that. Good. Because not being on Twitter, you know, it's not if, it's when I'm going to say something that I'll regret. Sure. So I just like Instagram where I don't regret pictures. And yeah. if I do, I just delete them. You know, but but I love it. I yeah. put out a couple today from Disneyland. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett is not in them. Oh. He asked me not to put them up. Jimmy, why don't you like being photographed? Uh, well, uh, a, a photograph costs somebody $20,000. If you want to put it on an Instagram, <laughs> I charge. He I'm charged. running this for the, my health. Okay. <laughs> I make money here. Is there, Jimmy? Are you fa- are you a father? Oh hell yeah! Each restaurant is like one of my children. <laughs> I have over 150 children worldwide. What kind of advice do you give them? Oh, I say stay open, uh, <laughs> make money, uh, make, uh, yeah, be fun, be fun. <laughs> They all respect me. I guess each one. Oh, man, that hurts. Jeff, is there a a place you're looking to travel to to do comedy anytime soon? No. And just doing more stand-up like you are? No, I did it in London over Christmas, which was really fun. And you also went to a Chelsea game. I went to Chelsea game when I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because you're you're historically... Famous uh, Cubs fan, love the Cubs, yes. and uh, and lifelong, not just in the last two years, right? Uh, yeah, lifelong. You haven't been on the podcast since they won the World Series, by no, way. I have not. Yeah, it was before the World. It might have been that season actually when you were on. Might think, have been. I think so. That's, I mean, can you yeah. at least just where were you when they won? First, I was of all? in. Well, for because uh, I was know, there. I was at I, would, I was at games three, four, and five, wow. which were the ones in Wrigley Field. Okay, even the Cubs in the World Series. I'm not going to Cleveland. Really? I'll go to Cleveland $100,000 a day. Mm. I'm kind of like Jimmy Buffett when it comes. By the way, same with Vegas. Yeah. My price, if I'm going to go to Vegas, $100,000 a show. You want me to do a show? You tell me it's $100,000 and fly me on a private plane. Mm. Oh, I'm happy. Actually, I like the driving. Yeah. Driving, that's the best part of Vegas is the drive. Really? Is How do you pass the time on a drive to Vegas? I'm just chill. I'm yeah. listening to some music, is, you know. And what about uh, what about Vegas don't you like? Everything. Everything? Okay. Yes. By the way. There's a Margaritaville into, in you Vegas. Walk, <laughs> you walk into a casino, that smell. I know. The smell of desperation and poor people and, <laughs> and smoke. No, because these smoke. are people with yeah. their life savings putting them into... You're walking by at any given moment somebody who you're watching their life change. You're walk, you're, and you're soaking change. up that aura. Going down. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm walking by people winning the jackpot. No. Yeah. And you know, the thing I also know, I learned this a long time ago about any casino, any gambling situation, have a top and a bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how much I'll win. If I win $500 or lose $500, I'm out either right. way. Right. In between, I'll keep going. Great. Right. There is no bad or good. Yeah. And if you can end up with zero at the end of the night, what a successful trip. Yeah, you just had no. a lot of fun, and yeah. that's it. But when you think, oh, I can go more, I'm going to win more. No. Oh, I can lose, you're going to lose. It's just, you got to have a top and a bottom. Someone taught me that. And so... Glenn Close. Is there a... Uh, sorry. Is there? No, that one wasn't bad. Okay. Is there, is there, that's the last callback of her. Is yeah. is uh, there a game that you do enjoy, though, That where you're like, no. I don't want... No. I like napping. 
Well, if, if we that, can gamble on napping. If you can gamble on napping, I'm, I'm a big bowl of in. Wait, so what did you love about London doing stand-up there that was so different from out here? No, I just, they were, they, for London, they were very enthusiastic. They're not the most enthusiastic audiences. They're very reserved. Mm-hmm. But I sold out my shows before I even got to London. So it was just fun to just go do my shows. They were happy to see me. I did my best. I had some pretty good ones, you know. Because you're improvising, right? I mean, Every well, see that's unfortunate for me. What? I no, I don't have an act. So mm-hmm. I mean I have stories that I'll repeat, you know, and I don't know what I'm gonna repeat each show, but without a doubt, the lowest amount of improv that I that I'll do a show is sixty percent. Generally mm-hmm. it's I'd say it falls around 90%. I'm making it up. But people need to understand that more when they see you too, because it's it's no, crazy. But here's the thing. They really don't. Here's why. I shouldn't get bonus points for that. I should only be really great. But you are. So then there, there's then, then you give the bonus points. Afterwards, if you find out, great. But I don't need the bonus points. You're not going in. You never say it during the show. This is no, good. I do. I, yeah. I just say right, well, I go, get the bonus points. I go, you know, I'm. I, but I do it more in a in a, in a self depreciating way. Right. I say, you know, I'm not going to get funnier than this. <laughs> like I've already hit my. I've got nothing prepared for yeah. you. Hey, you um, you you crushed at Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness. Uh, you with with a hint of jizz. Yeah, the lotion with a hint of jizz. <laughs> lotion with and a hint of jizz. By the way, the whole pumpkin thing. I made yeah. that up on the ride there. Ah, oh, fuck. That's, that, you know. That I want to open up a, a hypoallergenic pumpkin patch. And then I made up this whole story of me talking to a guy who owns a pumpkin patch. And he says, business is good. And I said, well, what if I got into it? He goes, you just got to watch out for the pumpkin fuckers. And I did a whole thing about pumpkin fucking. And it was great fun. I don't yeah. want to knock you, but I feel like, look, I went to one show once. It was a Jimmy Buffett concert where he was improvising in between songs. And he was talking about... He used to be a pumpkin fucker. You can maybe speak did you to this. Did you ever fuck a pumpkin, Jimmy? Well, before I go on stage, I have a handler that hands me some talking points about the city. <laughs> so we, were, we were in a pumpkin-heavy city. Pumpkin-heavy city? Uh, yeah, I said some things. Hell if I remember what they were. But like in L.A., uh, I would just say like 405 or In-N-Out Burger. Like, I just want to make the locals feel like I know who they are and what they're all about. He's such. He's so good, Jimmy. Yeah, you're really he cares. good. Yeah, he, he does. You're, you're, he's got his handler. <laughs> in London, did you do that? Did you try to pick up on some things? No, yeah, I talked about like that. Being in the city, I talked about you know some stuff that I was experiencing, but not the general stupid stuff like Jimmy Buffett just said. <laughs> you know, I just had a good time being in London, mm-hmm. and it was just it was a delight to perform there. But in general, I'm really, <laughs> you know, like. I've got a hankering to go to Nashville, so I'll make a call and, you know, like, I want to go there, and I go there. But in general, like, or Austin, or, you know, there's certain cities I like, you know, and yeah. your hometown I enjoyed. I played... What'd you do, the Neptune, or...? No, what's the what's the, the downtown music nightclub place they do stand-up at? The Crocodile, or, the, no, the... Um... Triple Door. Triple Door. I just did that. Yeah. yeah Isn't it amazing? Door. Triple Door was fantastic. Oh, that's a great spot for you. So I did the Triple Door, and I really enjoyed that. At some point, I'll go back and do the Triple Door. But in general, I like sleeping in my own bed or napping, as I said. I'm so busy filming, that, I, and I was just in Chicago doing some stand-up. I was in New mm. York doing some stand-up. I don't really want to. I don't need to. I loved it. If, look, if I'm getting an, if I'm doing a couple hours a week here, 
doing, yeah. you know, why do I need to work the road? Because the road for me, I'll do a tour at some point. And when I'm, when I finally decide to film my comedy special, mm-hmm. I will, in fact, um, uh, go on the road to prepare for that. And sure. record your sets and try yeah, to... Yeah, I'm working uh, with um, Matt uh, Edgar. He's helping yes. me okay. develop a set. Yeah, That's awesome. Fantastic. He's great at it. Talk about a guy... I, Matt and I started together at the Comedy Store. Right. Talk about a guy like that is just so... I mean, we were doing those shitty open mics and right. waiting for hours and getting bumped at the Comedy Store after waiting for hours. Right. And then... But but having that community of guys that you kind of went through that with to yeah. to knock how shitty that was, but be yeah. supportive of each other, well, and then I, get up the next night, and he's grown so much. He's done. He's I, doing great. Uh, and he's but, a, but I have that with. So here's the difference. I have that with famous people. Yeah. I have that with John Stewart or Conan. Mm-hmm. I did a Conan O'Brien show the other night. Yeah. We used to be roommates. That's yeah. Crazy. Bob Odenkirk, who's filming Better Call Saul. I remember he and I sitting on the steps of Second City both lamenting that no one liked us or gave a shit about us professionally, you know? And to go through that together and then one day being on the Sony lot and there's a big Better Call Saul poster yeah. right next to a big Goldberg's poster. Oh my. And so you remember crazy. those dark moments and you'll have that with these people. And it's yeah. delightful because people are like, how do you know so-and-so? I go, well, we've known each other since we were nothing. Yeah, Nothing you never yet. forget that, right? I mean, never! Yeah. Was uh, Colbert at Second Colbert City Colbert and I worked well? in the box office together. That's insane. And we then, answered phones and took reservations together. And now you were just on Colbert. I was on Colbert a while ago. Yeah, Would you do bits ago. when you worked together? Like was it, or We was... talked about it, I think. Yeah. 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 That's so crazy. You could just walk out there and be like, yeah, now you're hosting a show. I'm on these both shows. Yeah. It's, just, it's a very look at what but, we've done in this but that's business. But who's the thing? That's the thing that I, you know... It's really hard. The journey mm-hmm. is hard, and it's long, and you just got to enjoy the journey. That's what I'm saying. You get to a point where you like go, oh, I should really enjoy the audition. Yeah. It shouldn't be stressful. Yeah. Want it, don't want it. should be no stress. Yeah. Because the, the, day, you're the still worst possible scenario is mm-hmm. I don't get the yeah. gig. Which is the same thing that would have happened if you stayed home. Or mm-hmm. if you do great, and you're just not exactly what they want. Yeah. So it's like... You know, have joy, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I do that with my stand-up all the time, man. I just have joy. And that's how I get by, by improvising a lot, is to be so appreciative of being able to do it. Oh, during the holiday season, uh, I think it was this past year when uh, we were at the store and you (laughs) walked up, I think I brought you up, as Santa. Oh, that was a couple a, years ago. A couple years ago, okay. Yeah, and I, and I, but that was an experiment. (laughs) I know, but it was great. I did an experiment. I had just... Played Santa was it on the Goldbergs? Yes, maybe? it was. You had the and beard. I said, "Let me keep the outfit and the beard and everything." So I went up with the hat and the beard <laughs> at the comedy store. But then dressed below and the I, belt. And I, but I was Santa as an asshole. <laughs> I slammed everyone, slammed everything. Sure. I was so mean spirited. <laughs> And it kind of worked, kind of didn't, but it was a fun experiment. It more worked than didn't. But yeah, yeah, but still, it's not something I would do again. Yeah. But see, fun. I'm taking advantage of, I'm going to go up and do this. Yeah, sure. What's the worst that can happen? The audience chants, get him out of here, fuck him. Right. And, and now, I leave. And now they just hate Santa. No, yeah. That's on them. You're yeah. putting it on them to hate Christmas. No, you know what I mean, yeah. though? It's like, why not do that? What's yeah. the worst? Is that what you tell... Uh, I mean, do you get people in your family or outside of your circle just knowing so many people that are? You, can you talk to my son or daughter? They're getting into the business. Like I hear that from people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I all 
My only advice is talk about what you care about and be so good they can't say no. Meaning you get to a point where you just got to be that great that you cannot be denied. Yeah. You know, Heather Pasternak opens yeah. for me a lot. And I always tell her, I go up and suck. Go eat it. You're still going to open for me. What's mm. the worst that can happen? You have an experience. Because all your stand-up sets, including mine now, yeah. are learning experiences. Yeah. Well, if they're learning experiences and you can make them joyful, just do it. Even with a bad crowd, I'll have fun. I won't let them ruin it. You yeah. know? And they're there. People want By the way, I know when I'm not funny. And if I'm not funny and the crowd is great, mm-hmm. that hurts me. Yeah. And it stays with me on the drive home. But if I go up and I know I got it and I'm feeling funny, damn it, I'm funny. And sometimes an audience can suck. See, Seinfeld and I have disagreed on this, mm-hmm. that he feels that it's always your fault. And I say, no, it's not. There yeah. are nights where I go up and I'm really cooking. I'm cooking backstage. I'm just cooking. I'm yeah. feeling the groove. And I know it. And they just don't groove to me. Whether it's their education. Whether it's their DNA. Whether it's the kind of day they had. Whether mm-hmm. it's the weather outside. Don't know. Maybe they got, no. the, they got the wrong weed from Whoopi. <laughs> but oh, <dear>. also, <laughs> yes, maybe they got the one. But yeah. Collectively, there can be a group of people sometimes. They share. that. Yes. They all came but, in with just. But like I said, if they're great and you can feel it and you just are you off crush. your game, yeah. mm-hmm. that feeling sucks. How do you, uh, how do you, you know, fix that? Well, I try and have a sense of humor about it when I'm on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I make fun of myself. But when I drive home, I'm like, oh, God. And that takes, that's the kind of set that you need to go up on stage again and have a good set to shake off. Immediately, For example, yeah. I... Last week was at Zanies in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I usually, when I play Zanies, I stay out in the suburbs. I do um, uh, out, uh, what's it called? Rosemont, okay, beautiful room. And I grew up learning at the downtown room. And I happened to do two sets. I was going there for the Cubs opener, which, by the way, was snowed out yeah. when I came home. So crazy. So I do two Cindy, sets. Cindy down- and Bert. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so downtown is a very difficult room. Yes. But it's extra difficult if you improvise. And I had really good sets, but there wasn't a time that I was wor- wasn't working my ass off. I come back Friday night, I had this past Friday, I have a set at uh, the Improv. And I got to say, did really good. Not great, but really good. Mm-hmm. Moments of greatness, but in general, really good. And I just felt like, and they were a good audience. I felt like, well, that just didn't feel right. Then Saturday night, this past Saturday night, I was at Flappers. First show in, boom. Second show, boom. And then it made me feel better because I was off in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I was off the Friday at the Improv. So I needed to go on stage someplace where I had the groove. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I did, and I felt great. And I'm coming off that now. I'm still feeling that. Fuck. that it, it's almost, it, it's sort of the yin and the yang. It's the, it's the best feeling, because if you crush every night, you just kind of you just kind of get used to that yeah, yeah. feeling. But well, if you have yeah. those sets where then it's, n- it's not as good. Well, you, and you, the and truth you is, though, I don't know if the audiences in Chicago mm-hmm. and especially at the improv even knew that I wasn't having my best, doing my best work. 
because they didn't know the probably difference. not you know it's probably, it's probably in your head yeah I, I know i know the nuances sure. you guys know sure. the nuances oh, yeah. of like yeah they liked me but i wasn't so great tonight you know right. i was okay you know and then the next night you're like and they may not even like you as much but you're like oh i was grooving you know absolutely it's always it's it's more you know you know, and people who repeatedly see you. I brought a friend with me that, uh, to the Friday night show, and she was at the first Saturday show. And I told her, and she's like, what are you talking about? That was a great show on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then she saw the first show Saturday. She's like, oh, I completely get what you're talking about. Because yeah. she could feel it because she experienced both. Mm-hmm. But an audience, one show, they don't know. You know. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, you ever had some shows in front of some bad crowds? Uh, well, they're all bad crowds. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, but it's all good to me. I've, I've never done a bad show. I've been perfect every night for 45 years. Amen, sir. If we smoked weed with Jimmy Buffett, what would be the what would be the first thing we would do? Like, what's your go-to stoner oh, activity? Yeah. Gumbo, probably. <laughs> Big bowl of gumbo. Would you go to the farmer's market here in town? No, no. Hell no. I got on my own farmer's market. <laughs> so in your, in your home, you have your own... What's the name of your uh, gumbo? Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Jeff, uh, I love you. Uh, yeah. I love Thank you for too. making time. Both it's, you yeah. guys I mean, are it's the best. By the way, it's an honor to be on your show. Thanks, an man. honor. Too and kind. I look forward to doing it again. Thank you. And uh, please ask me. But we will. I, and, I, well, I respect both of you immensely. Thank You're you. You're both funny guys. Thanks Goldberg. for bringing Jimmy too. Yeah. By the way, Goldberg's but sixth I, season starts. Oh, that uh, I don't start filming till August. Goes and go on till sometime okay, September. Okay. Curb, I don't know when it goes on. Right. I start filming April twenty fifth. But I don't even know if if the Goldbergs have run out this current season. They no, still, still on. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm saying in terms of new episodes. Oh, okay. Still might be coming on. I bet we're in April. Yeah. There's yeah. new episodes still. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and then, then uh, and then if you're in L.A., go to the Hollywood Improv on Friday nights, and you'll yeah. probably get laid with Jeff Garland. Yeah. You, you'll probably get. <laughs> no, don't say that. You'll see. You'll probably get laid with Jeff Garland. I can guarantee they won't get laid with me. I'll leave them alone when they're getting laid. They won't be getting laid with me. Uh, but I think they'll probably get laid. I do. I really feel that about my audience. That's the respect I show my audience. I think everyone in there will, yeah, you'll probably get laid. Can't guarantee it. I don't call the show you will get laid. Yeah. I don't call the show you might get laid. No, no probably. probably. I think it's probably going to happen. Yeah, every Friday, please. Thanks, Jeff. And by the way, uh, mm-hmm. you're doing it soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Some, when do you want weeks. to do it? When any Friday that I'm in town, I will. Okay. I will. I will get your number from Adam, and then we will okay, set that please. up. Yes, because I'd love, love to, to have do it. You. You're doing my comedy store show tomorrow, right? I am. Yeah. Hold on. Let's take a few steps back. April seventeenth. Okay. Remember, you're gonna do. You're like, Wait, you're like on, I'll do it on. if I can do thirty. Hold on. I was like, second. hell yeah. Hold on, here. I just want to make sure. Hold on. But if you're too busy, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big ball of golden. Yeah. Because I found myself on a show. I'm at the Improv tomorrow night, and I don't know how I ended up on this particular show. I yeah. Just so I'm on your. Is your show yeah. at the Improv or no at Comedy the Store main room? Yeah. What time's it at? Starts at eight thirty. Oh, I'll uh, be there. I and we're gonna put you on later so you can do more time. Great. So can I go on at like what time? Nine thirty, nine twenty. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So I'll see you there at nine twenty. Great. And and oh, that's you can check when you're going on there tomorrow. You want, and then let me know and we'll figure it out. Or is that something? What's, What's that mean? You're, you're, when you're going on it at the no, end I'm off. saying okay. Oh yeah, but no one can see me there tomorrow because it's not coming out till next week. Yeah, but this is still fun conversation. <laughs> it is. All right, so I'm glad you reminded me. Great. Yeah. So I, I will be there tomorrow. I will be there. Great. I'm doing a half hour. Bringing Jimmy. 
Uh, what's it? No, Jimmy will not be with me. What are you doing tomorrow night, late night? Uh, going to be in St. Bart's. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.